sage and fighting the fight. He has fought cities. He has fought counties. Politicians. Naysayers. Hell, he's even fought mayors. Thank you for listening to Sage and the Houseless Movement, a weekly show dedicated to the news and views of the homeless locally and worldwide. And all other things considered homeless? Yes. Broadcasting live from your Alexa device, the Radio Free Network app, iOS, WMVU.org, Many Voices United, and the RadioFreeNetwork.com. And now, from some wooded area in Akron, Ohio, here is Sage of the Rage Lewis. Yo, 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 what is up? What is up? It is time. Yet again, for another thrilling saga of the torturous institution in America called homelessness. My name is Sage. I'm your friendly neighborhood homeless activist. You can find me on Twitter, twitter.com slash SageLewis1971. You can go on Facebook and find me at facebook.com slash SageLewis1971. You can go to SageLewis.com. Don't get me confused with the cool black dude who is a football player or the cool uh, artist lady who is a cool artist. I'm none of those people. I'm none of them. I'm not cool like any of them. I'm just this guy that yells at you for an hour. That's what I do. Okay? Don't get confused. If, if you see a Sage Lewis that looks cool, just assume that's the wrong one. Okay? You're on the wrong page. You need to find the Sage Lewis that you're like, my God. Oh, my God. I can't believe I'm listening to this crap. I cannot believe it. Because yes, you are. You are listening to that crap. That's the crap you're listening to. (laughs) You feel me? Ladies and gentlemen, I am coming to you from the Radio Free Entertainment Network and WMVU.org. Many vices, vices, many voices united. And do you know what? Do you know what? You need to know. You know what you need to do? You got to go over to WMVU.org. Now, if you're watching live, you know what I'm talking about because that's if you're watching. If you're listening live, you know what I'm saying. You're already there. You go over there to WMVU and then I need you to look for, I need you to go look for uh, the link that says podcasts. You click on it. Bam. That's the Sage Lewis you're looking for. That's the one Sage Lewis, homeless activist. You can go and submerge yourself into countless hours of me yelling at you about the abomination called homelessness. You know, it's a black history month. And uh, it's not starting well. It's not starting well at all. Uh, basically, I came in on Monday morning this week and opened up whatever the internet. And uh, there was um, these um, Rochester police officers uh, pepper spraying a nine-year-old girl. I, you don't even need to say she's black. Of course she's black. It wouldn't be pepper spraying a white girl now. Don't be stupid. 
White girls don't deserve pepper spray, just black girls. You do know, I'm sorry. If you think I'm serious, then I'm whatever. Yeah. Anyways, uh, we have not gotten over the idea that black people in the minds of white people are violent, brutal animals. Literally, I mean, that's how we, we rationalize the slavery in the United States was we're like, well, these are stupid animals. They're not people. I mean, they practically love being slaves. And then, you know, we do that forever. But that basic instinct or understanding or, 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 or thread continues in America today. Absolutely. It does. I was talking to a guy, an older guy, a white guy about black people one day. And he's like, you know, Sage, I hate to admit it, but if I see a black guy walking down the sidewalk towards me, I cross the street. <laughs> now, obviously he lives in an all white town because in my town, I would just be zigzagging around. Uh, I don't even think I could do it. I don't, it, it's just a, a lot of, African-Americans in my town. It's like 30% of our population. So, and by, and, and because they're a big percentage of them are low income, you know, because of racism and oppression, uh, they're walking, they're walking. So I don't even know, like, I'd love to watch this guy walk down the streets of Akron, Ohio, just to see him do his thing because he's terrified of black people. Uh, so that's, and that's the, that's the message for people that don't live near black people. You know, they just, every time they see a black person, it's on the news and the black person is raping or murdering or killing other black people, black on black crime, black on black crime. And, uh, that's all they know about black people is black people are terrifying. <laughs> That's the message uh suburban America has gotten is black people are terrifying. All you need to know. That's why I moved out here where there ain't no black people because black people are terrifying. <laughs> Meanwhile, it's the white people killing everybody. White people are truly the most terrifying thing on planet earth. <laughs> <laughs> but it's marketing, you know, white people are the saviors. Black people are the beasts and, uh, white people are trying to save black people. We've been trying to do it for 400 years since 1619. When the first African came to America, uh, you know, there was some debate about at first they were like, there was a law where you like, if they became Christian, you were like, Oh, we have to let them go because now they're Christian. And they're like, that's a stupid law. No, 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 no. You can totally, you should Christianize your slaves, but don't worry. Uh, we've changed the law now where they're still beasts and they deserve slavery. Um, 
Now, you might say, Sage, I thought I was coming here to be lectured about the atrocities of homelessness in America. I don't like to know about racism. That makes me feel icky. I thought we were just talking about white people being subjected to, uh, you know, oppression. I don't like talking about black people being suppressed. They're not, I'm not racist. I'm not racist. And I don't think America's racist either. I just want to talk about, uh, (laughs) white people being, you know, living on the street, being tortured by being shunned by their entire community. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I got a word of the week for you. All right. The word of the week is called intersectionality. Can you say intersectionality? Let me get you a definition. The interconnected nature of social categorizations such as race, class, and gender as they apply to given individual or group regarding regarded as creating overlapping or interdependent systems, discrimination, or disadvantage. And then they give you a nice sentence. Through an awareness of intersectionality, we can better acknowledge and ground the differences among us. Whatever. Uh, This over here, Wikipedia says, intersectionality is an analytical framework for understanding how aspects of a person's social and political identities combine to create different modes of discrimination and privilege. Examples of these aspects are gender, caste, caste, yeah, sex, race, class, sexuality, religion, disability, physical appearance, and height. Don't forget addiction. Ladies and gentlemen, Have you been a victim of intersectionality? Have you been oppressed every way since Friday? Ladies and gentlemen, I need you to call (laughs) warnermendenhall.com. I forgot to do my sponsor. But this is better this way. You thought maybe you weren't going to get a sponsor. Oh, you're getting a sponsor. This week's sponsor, the law offices of Warner Mendenhall. Look, Warner Mendenhall is a person for the people. Okay. And I'm here to tell you that people are being wrongfully abused by the system that they are forced to live in. Forced to live in. And the only way, you know, (laughs) I have homeless people that'll say things like, Sage, they can't take that from your property. That's against the law. And I'm like, oh, 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 sweet little child. They can do whatever the fuck they want. Because who am I going to call? Ghostbusters? Yeah, they don't exist. Okay. And if they do, they're only worried about ghosts. Okay. Can't call Ghostbusters. Who are you going to call? The police? No, the police were the people that stole all the shit from my yard. Okay. Uh, You're going to call the government? No, it was their idea to come out and steal the shit from my yard. Okay. I've had, look, I'm telling you, I've, they have stolen countless things from me. 
They've stolen uh, recent, most recently, uh, like a 20 foot trailer, uh, fencing. I'm, I'm talking, I don't know, 30 pieces of fencing, um, wood, wood. Cause they didn't like the way I stacked it. They're like, you didn't stack it right. Because what they did was they came over and they're like, Sage, you need to clean this up. I spend a ton of time and I hire people to clean all this stuff up. I organize my wood. I organize my fencing. I organize my trailer and they come in and they're like, not good enough. We're taking it all. We're taking it all. I had a pile of mulch, a pile of mulch that they took because it was a fire hazard. They took the mulch. They took garbage cans. They took chairs, like outdoor chairs, okay? Not like I had, I didn't have like a a couch and a recliner out there. I'm talking outdoor chairs, took them. Picnic table, took it. They took I go up to the police officer that's standing there who now hates me because I say fuck the police all the time because really fuck the police. And uh, (laughs) so I'm not friends with the police anymore, but who gives a fuck who wants to be (laughs) friends with assholes like police? Um, I go up to him and I'm like, they're taking lawn furniture. I'm like, That was not on the list. It's furniture for the lawn. And you know what he says to me? He's like, I'm not stopping him. I'm not stopping him. So there you go. There you go. The law is only good for middle class and wealthy white people. Okay. If you're a middle class, wealthy white person, you think the law is good. You know why? Because it protects you. Everybody else. It fucks up the ass. Yeah, it does. Just saying. Ask anybody else. Ask a black person how great the law is for them. Ask any of them. Ask a poor person, white or black or Hispanic or anything. Just ask any poor person. Ask a LGBTQIA person how well the law is working for them. If the words come out of your white middle-class mouth of there isn't racism. The government here is to help. You deserve to be punched in the face. I'm sorry you do because you are speaking completely out of any understanding of the truth of the world. Okay. I have now aligned myself with the poor people and now I am the enemy. The only thing you can do is you call a guy like Warner Mendenhall. That's all you can do. Warner Mendenhall will fight for you because what will happen is they take your shit. I've seen them take cars. I, I have seen them put cars on, uh, uh, just tow them away because it didn't have the right uh, tag on it. I had a friend who was driving home, got pulled over, had everything on his car. His car was running 
got pulled over, had all the right tags. The cop said, this car uh, is a safety risk. We're impounding it. Lost his car. Literally left on the side of the road. They took his car. I'm telling you, it is fucked up for poor people out here. Okay? The only thing you can do is call Warner Mendenhall. And people like Warner Mendenhall. I don't know about anybody else, but you got to call Warner Mendenhall. You got to go. It's 330-535-9160. 330-535-9160. Or go to warnermendenhall.com. They will stand up for your rights because they're pissed that this is the way it is. I'm telling you, it's the only option. You can't. Like, there's literally nobody you can go to. Uh, they will fuck you in the ass all day long. The city, uh, your employer. And they're just like, go ahead, sue me. And then really like suing a city. They're like, yeah, you're right. We were assholes. Who gives a shit? And they're like, we're going to, you, we owe, you owe, you owe $5,000. Like, all right, fuckers here. And then that's it. So it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Nothing changes, but uh, I'm sorry. I'm a little pessimistic. Things do change. Sort of kind of maybe somewhere. I don't know. I've never seen it. But if you need legal counsel you got to call warner mendenhall they will fight for your rights to party no not to party maybe to party depends depends on the situation you gotta call warner call warner mendenhall call him all right call warner mendenhall intersectionality so 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 let me try and uh you know, I read those things, okay, about intersectionality, you know, uh, but let me give you an example, okay? You're homeless, all right? You live without a home. You don't have a home. That's part of, it's like in the thing. Or you don't have a home, okay? You are like, fuck this shit. I don't like being out here. It's fucking cold. I am an indoor kitty cat. And uh, these fuckers that want to stay outside, they can just fucking stay outside. I'm going to the shelter. I'm going to go in the shelter. And you know what? I heard they make you have to pray every day. I don't give a shit. I'll pray every fucking minute. I'll just walk around saying, praise baby Jesus, praise baby Jesus. I'll say whatever the fuck, as long as I don't have to sit outside. As long as I don't have to sit outside. I'm fucking going to the shelter. You walk to the shelter and you're like, hi, I'm homeless. Can I come to the shelter? And they're like, oh, um, What's going on here? Like, what do you mean? What's going on here? I'm homeless. I want to be in the shelter. Well, it appears to me that you maybe aren't a good fit for our shelter. Like, what do you mean? I am homeless and I want to be in the shelter. And they're like, um, are you a man or are you a woman? I'm a transsexual. Yeah. They're like, yeah, that's we're very sorry, but we don't have a place in our shelter for transsexuals. 
You're like, what the fuck do you mean? You don't have a place for transsexuals. I'm a human being and you're a fucking shelter. And you're like, this is a men's shelter and you look like a woman. I'm like, I am. I sometimes choose to wear clothes of a woman, but I am genetically or whatever, you know, I'm a man. They're like, we're really sorry. I'm so sorry, but uh, you're going to have to look elsewhere for shelter. And that is intersectionality, motherfuckers. Okay. There's a white person. There's a person that's homeless that does not get shelter because they are transsexual. Okay. The LGBTQIA community is continually oppressed. Okay. All right. Let me give you another one. A mom and her son go to the shelter and they're like, Oh my gosh, I'm so thankful you guys are here. Um, my son and I would like to stay in your shelter for a couple of days. You're like, okay, that's fine. We have some space available. Um, I see you're a mom and this is your son. How, how old is your son? My son's 13. Oh yeah. Um, well, that's fine. But your son's going to have to stay in the men's shelter. You're like, why he's 13 yeah we're sorry um boys over the age of 13 or over the age of 12 can't uh stay at the women's shelter so you know they just stay over there with the men and you can visit him we allow that at 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 the meals and and that sort of thing but yeah you can't stay with your son who's 13. Uh, that's, that's real fucking shit. Okay. That's not like me. Hypothetically, that's intersectionality where they discriminate against 13 year old boys. That's like, that's the role. That's the rule at our, our shelter. That's the rule at our shelter. Okay. Okay. Do you understand how there isn't just homeless. There's oftentimes homeless and, and then of course the big one who probably you're just like, yeah, fuck those fuckers are drug addicts. You know, um, you go in and, uh, you're like, Hey, I, I need a place to stay. And they're like, great. Okay. Um, all right. I just have a couple questions. Um, are you an active drug user? Well, yes, I, um, okay. I'm sorry, but we don't take active drug users. Okay. Um, this isn't a rehab facility. I'm like, no, no, I'm, I'm freezing to death and I just want a place to sleep tonight. Well, we're really sorry, but we don't allow active drug users at our a facility. And so, and then you might be like, well, that motherfucker should just quit drugs. And to that, I say, come here, let me punch you again in the face because drug use is not a choice. Okay. 
All right. It is a disease of the brain. It is like not eating for a week. Okay. It would be like me saying, Hey, you know, we don't allow people here that eat food, like any food. Like, yeah, no, 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 no. We just we don't believe in it. So you're going to have to stop eating. Um, I'll fucking die. No, actually you won't. Um, you can go at least 30 days and we allow you to drink water. So what we found is if you don't eat here, it inspires you to move on. You're like, are you fucking me right now? No, 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 no. We're not fucking you at all. No, no. And there's no fucking, by the way. I mean, just saying, of course, there's no fucking and no eating. Um, I have to eat. No, you don't. You don't. You just want to eat. And really what you need to do is stop eating and just focus on getting back you know, getting your life on track. Okay. Getting your life on track. You're, you're, you're being, uh, selfish. You need to put down the fork and get a job. Okay. Do you have a job? Yes. Motherfucker. I have a fucking job. Yeah. Well then I think you're good. We can't help you because now obviously this does not exist. Okay. This story does not exist, but it is the same thing. All right. Goes like this. Morphine highly addictive heroin 50 times as addictive as uh morphine fentanyl the only opiate going on in my town right now we don't even have that fancy organic uh heroin shit that all the fancy people shoot up no 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 we do the synthetic shit in our in our uh in our town and we usually cut it with some bullshit strychnine whatever bleach who gives a fuck we just put a lot of bullshit in it and um uh that is a hundred times more addictive than morphine. Okay. It's exactly the same thing as starving for your brain. When you leave, you, 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 you stop using an opiate or many other drugs, your brain goes into high gear and all it wants is drugs, just like all it wants is food. You don't need to be eating every day. Okay. You don't 30 days, maybe longer. Depends how fat you are going into the game. You could go longer, but your brain just starts obsessing about food. It's exactly the same thing. You have now starved your brain from the only thing it gives a shit about. And in fact, it doesn't care about food anymore. It just cares about more opiates. It's like, fuck a food. I don't even give a shit. Let's go to the, let's go to the fucking <laughs> shelter where they don't eat. And they just let me shoot up because that's what my brain wants. Do you understand? that's what's going on in an addict's brain. So it's not like just stop doing drugs. That is something a person who has never been touched by an addiction says. Someone that knows nothing about addiction says they should stop doing drugs. 
You don't know shit, motherfucker. That is intersectionality. And right now, drug addiction is. I mean, there's I don't want to I don't want to say I want to say like like it is the thing that is most easily discriminated against. We hate addicts and we hate homeless people. Okay, Uh, try living. Try, try to move in. Try, try. Okay, how about this? Let's say you're rich and you want to help the homeless. I and let's say you're a trillionaire. You're a fucking trillionaire and you just want to build one a million dollar uh, facility to house homeless people. Okay. You just want to do that. There is nowhere in America you can go that you won't get sued and yelled at and tried with all your, their might to get that project stopped nowhere in America because people hate homeless people and it's totally cool. Now, if you were black and you're, and you're like, I want to uh, move into your neighborhood, people still hate it, but at least they don't talk about it anymore. And they don't go to city council and be like, we don't want black people in our neighborhood. You're not allowed to say that anymore, but you're allowed to say it about drug addicts and you're allowed to say it about homeless people. And so people do, people do want to read you an article. Okay. San Jose business owners say they are fed up with the homeless. Have you ever been to San Jose? It's where rich fuckers go to live. Been there a few times. It's lovely. It's perfect weather. This is the San Jose spotlight. This was put out on February 2nd. They reported gun violence, had cars stolen, watched an outrage, outrage, I say, for months as trash piles up and homeless camp encampments grow around them. Business and property owners in downtown San Jose are demanding. They are demanding, I say, the city take action to end vandalism, theft, and increasing illegal camping. They say is destroying their livelihood and they are not mincing words either. One man even calling homeless people parasites. He goes on the record. We will soon see a hero before us to rid the world of these parasites who infect and destroy life and property. That guy must have worked on that sentence all night, says Orturo Leonetti, plant manager at Airgas, wrote an email to council member Raul Perales. Arturo doesn't give a fuck. He doesn't care. Rid the world. Do you? Can I just read those words? I want you to like fucking internalize these words. We will soon see a hero before us to rid the world, to rid the world of these parasites who infect and destroy life and property. Could Hitler have said anything more clear? There's not 
any innuendo in that sentence to me. Okay. I'm not, I don't think I need to read in between the lines of what Arturo Leonetti has to say here. We will soon see a hero, a hero before us to rid the world of these parasites who infect and destroy life and property. If that doesn't sound like the final solution, I don't know what does. If you think I am overreacting by saying if Arturo Leonetti came to work one day and saw a field of dead homeless people and people were scooping them up with a uh, 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 backhoe. Arturo wouldn't think that was a great day. The email was part of an email thread obtained by San Jose Spotlight to Parallels. Remember, that's the councilman with from five business owners along Coleman Avenue that started in 2019 complaining about the problems. The business owners claim the city has turned a blind eye. If the city can't provide the basics. If I have to continue to shoulder the cost to repair the ongoing, almost nightly act of vandalism and destruction to me and my customer's property, I'll be out of business by June, says Rose Garden Auto Care owner. Uh, oh, Rose, I'm sorry, Rose Garden Auto Care owner George Foda in a December 17th email. Council member Perales, do something. The email continued with an exclamation point. It appears you are knowingly helping the individuals that are illegally camping in the neighborhood to to destroy small businesses. That's what's happening. It's actually a plot to destroy small businesses. Perilous says his office getting bombarded with emails similar to culminary business thread. He said residents are most concerned about encampments near Guadalupe River Park on Coyote Creek. I've been there. It's lovely. The Centers for Disease Control and Santa Clara County Health Department prevent the city from dismantling encampments during the pandemic. How do they get so much fucking power? Police just do whatever the fuck they want. My town. Anyways, yeah, good. During the, unless people living there can be transferred to housing. Seems reasonable to me. Parallels told business owner San Jose largest shelter stopped accepting new residents because of rising COVID-19 cases within the shelter. San Jose has about 6,000 homeless residents. Do you know why San Jose has 6,000 homeless residents? Cost of living in San Jose, California. I'm looking it up for you. Uh, here, this is a nice little comparison. The median home cost of California, all of California is $552,000. Now that's a lot of fucking money. Don't get me wrong. San Jose, $1,003,000. It's more, it's almost twice as much. Okay. San Jose is the 31st most expensive city in which to live in the entire world. The average cost of living for a four person family, excluding rent, excluding rent is $3,750 a month. That's 81% higher than the national average. Okay. Uh, rent price, $3,400. 
Uh, fuck San Jose, you know? It's not that great. I've been there several times. The food is mediocre. It's just a bedroom community for rich uh, executives. People are moving out anyways and going to Texas because fuck San Jose. All right. Um, It's too fucking expensive. Okay. People can't live there. They can't get back on their feet because it's so expensive to get in the game of housing. All right. It's not a mystery why there are homeless people in San Jose. All right. Do you get it? Do you understand what I'm saying here? But people in San Jose give no fucks. Give no fucks. Calling them parasites. And uh, begging for a hero that will eradicate the world. That will rid the world of these parasites who infect and destroy life and property. We are allowed to say anywhere in the world these days. I would like you to go exterminate homeless people because that's what Arturo Leonetti just said. Plant manager at air gas. The fuck is air gas? Is air gas. Air gas plant manager. Okay. Air gas, San Jose. Let's just see what this fucking is. Uh, it's like a welding place. <laughs> He probably fucking hires homeless people. Unbelievable. Unfucking believable. Um, anyways. And it's too expensive, anyways. It's oh my god. That guy's a fucking tool. It's a fucking tool. Um If you are part of a community that it is still allowed that you can go at the newspaper to the newspaper and publicly say, I would, I need a hero that will rid us of the rid the world of these parasites who affect and destroy life and property. Now, what if you said that about black people? What if they were like, uh, the black people are moving in. My property prices are uh, fucking tanking. People don't care about business. People don't care about property values because black people are coming in. And I need a hero to rid the world of these parasites and that infect and destroy life and property. You don't say that shit anymore. But you say it about homeless people. Okay. Do you see what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? It is fine to be a bigot towards homeless people. Okay. And so when I think about oppression in America, so ultimately African-Americans have got to win the oppressive, the, 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 the most oppression, uh, lifetime award achievement 
Okay. Uh, since 1619, uh, by every available metric, uh, we're killing black people. Okay. We're, we're just killing them. Uh, the, 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 we give them worse health care. Uh, we're just throwing countless black people in jail, uh, which breaks up families and further decimates communities. And then of course, then the women are left to manage the housing and then, uh, they get evicted and there's then the African-American community has the highest eviction rate and on and on and on. Okay. So, so, so you can't, the, the award for greatest all time oppression it always goes to black people. Okay. I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to sugarcoat that. Okay. They always win every year in the oppression awards. Black people always win for, uh, overall achievement toward being subjected to brutal, uh, murderous oppression. You just, just always win. Okay. It's just the way it is. Okay. It's just the way it is. However, I do believe that there is a category in the oppression awards uh, 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 contest that homeless people have a special place. Okay. And I, I feel like it's like, uh, like, best newcomer to the oppression field. Okay. Cause like homelessness really, we used to call them winos and hobos. Okay. Uh, but then we, I guess we felt that that was racist. Uh, then we like to call them, uh, transients or, um, it's another good word. Ah, I can't even keep up with all the good words, but homeless is, is quite oppressive enough. You know, it suggests failure and, uh, destitution and hopelessness. It, 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 it's a great word for oppression. Okay. It's a great oppression word. Okay. So, um, so, so, but they're kind of new to the game in such big numbers. And it's really started since the eighties uh, after Ronald Reagan decimated the mental health uh, facility uh, institutions. And then right behind was Bill Clinton who uh, destroyed uh, welfare. And then uh, followed very quickly behind is our new president back in the day with Bill Clinton. Uh, also, uh, you know, did a crime bill and then flooded our prisons with black people. So, so they're coming on strong is what I'm saying here. Okay. So like, like the, the whole thing, well, no, that's, a, I'm sorry. That's another one towards, uh, <laughs> black, that goes on the black people. See, they keep winning. You just can't beat it. You can't beat the black people oppression. You just can't. I'm sorry. But what I'm here to say is the mental health and the welfare thing. That leads directly to homelessness. However, you see, and this is why the black people always win the oppression awards. Okay. Because it's compounded by black people. If you're black and homeless, you're really fucked. Okay. Let's just look up. What percentage of American homeless people are black? Okay. 
Here's uh, endthehomelessness.org. Racial inequalities in homelessness by the numbers. Most minority groups in the United States experience homelessness at higher rates than whites. Hmm, that's weird. And therefore make up a disproportionate share of the homeless population. African-Americans make up 13% of the general population. Okay, got that? 13% of America is African-American. But more than 40% of the homeless population. Do you see what's different there? You see what's different? 13% of the general population, but 40% of the homeless population. But don't worry, there's more. Similarly, American Indians, Alaskan Natives, Native Hawaiians, and Pacific Islanders, and people who identify as two or more races make up a disproportionate share of the homeless populations. Hispanics make up a share of the homeless population approximately equal to their share of the general population. So that's good, I guess. They're on to par. Well, whites and Asians are significantly underrepresented. I wonder why. I wonder why. Most minority make, groups make up a larger share of the homeless population than do the general population. Okay. So, uh, what I'm getting at is we have this homeless thing, but then if you're black and homeless, you're super fucked. Okay. How about this? What percentage of African-American homeless people get out of homelessness? I don't know. Is that a thing? I don't even know. Uh, oh, here, look at this. This is a nice one. This is ABC News. More than 50% of homeless families are black. African-Americans, despite making up just 13% of the population, account for a staggeringly disproportionate chunk of the nation's homeless population, according to the government report. In 2019, an estimated 568,000 Americans experienced homelessness. That's a number wildly underreported, but, you know, it's a number. With African-Americans making up about 40% of that total, okay? They have about 40% of the 568, okay? Now, the disparity was starker meaning worse when looking at the number of homeless people with children. African-Americans accounted for about 52% of the population, while whites about 35%. In contrast, 48% of all people experiencing homelessness were white compared to 77% of the U.S. population. Just if you can keep those two numbers in your head when you compare numbers, it's going to be really good. 77% of the population is white. 13% of the population is black. 1377, 1377, 1377. If you can hold those two numbers in your head, it really helps when you compare all the metrics, you know? So 48% of people experiencing homelessness were white, even though they make up 77% of the U.S. population. While people who identify as Hispanic or Latino represent about 22% of the population, but only 18% of the overall population. They're still a little bit higher. Uh, African-Americans have remained considerably overrepresented among the homeless population compared to the U.S. population. This report demonstrates continued progress. Uh, 
towards ending homelessness. It does. It represents that. It's, it does. But also a need to recalibrate policy to make future efforts more effective and aligned with the unique needs of different communities. That written by a true white person right there. This report demonstrates continued progress toward ending homelessness, but also a need to recalibrate policy to make future efforts more effective and aligned with the unique, different, the unique needs of different communities. AKA black people are fucked up the ass. Any way you look at it, they're fucked up the ass, right up the ass by everything in America. Just give me anything unless you happen to be a rapper, you'd be a Kanye uh, or a couple uh, uh, basketball players. Otherwise you're fucked right up the ass, right up the ass, right up. You know it. Okay. People are always outraged. They're like, Sage, you shouldn't say that. That's rude. I'm like, really? Oh, which always a white person says that to me. I've never had a black person uh, chastise me for, uh, speaking the truth about the uh, fucked up nature of the American system. Just, it's just white people. Usually white women want to uh, lecture me about how I must be hurting their feelings. (laughs) Oh, really lady? I'm hurting their feelings. That's not nice. Sage. Like, yeah, fucking a bitch. Fucking not nice. Sorry. I said that I don't like, uh, but she's a bitch. That, I'm going to have a woman in my head right now. Fuck her. Okay. And uh, because if we just say bullshit, like, but also a need to recalibrate policy to make future efforts more effective and aligned with the unique needs of different communities, that doesn't hit your soul. Like black people are getting fucked up the ass by the American system. See better sentence. You know, it is. You just don't like to admit it. And nobody fucking lets me write shit anymore. They don't let me, but somehow they let me talk on this radio. So I'm just calling it like I see it. Okay. All right. I don't like bullshit, white washed, white sentences. Like you need to recalibrate policy, blah, 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 blah. No bitch motherfucker. Who's even saying this? Who's even saying this? I don't even know. I don't even know. It's in quotes. I don't even know who the fuck is saying such fucking bullshit. Okay. But that's what we do here in America. We don't like to talk about truth. I don't see color. I'm not racist. No, motherfucker. You see color every fucking day and you're racist as fuck. All right. Anybody who says they aren't racist is a racist in denial. Everybody can't help it. You can't help it. Okay. You're going to say fucking racist shit. All right. I have a friend who dated a black guy. She really tried really hard. And I asked her, I was like, Hey, did he ever call you out on racist stuff? He's like all the time, all the time. She's like, I went over to our, his, his, his house and, uh, for dinner, I thought we had a lovely time and we came home driving home. He like gave me a half a dozen things. I, I said that were racist <laughs> and this woman is not trying to be racist. She was like, she's a very amazing human. Okay. You just are racist. You're not, you, I think you think that being racist means you're a a fuckhead like this guy who wants to eradicate the parasites of the world. See that fucker is a fucked up fucker. Okay. He can fuck his fucking ass himself. Okay. He's take a stick and just sit on an asshole. But anyways, um, are you offended by the words I'm saying? Is this hurting your ears? Because they are fuck you too, because I'll tell you what I'm talking about real 
fuckery. Okay. And if the words coming out of my mouth are more offensive than the, the, the thoughts that are coming out of my mouth, you can go fucking sit on a stick too. Okay. Because this is fucked up bullshit that I'm talking about here. And the only way I can get it across is to skull fuck your brain with these words. Okay. You understand? I need to wake you the fuck up because this is fucked. It's not, we need to recalibrate for people. Blah, 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 blah. No fucking asshole. We need to fucking do shit fucking now. Okay. I'm not fucking around. I'm dead fucking serious. This is fucking unacceptable. All right. Oh, Sage, you just say such harsh words. Oh my God. I don't know if I can listen to you anymore. Oh, really? But you can live in a fucking country where like 50% of the homeless population of families is black. You're fine with that, but you can't sit here for 58 minutes, me fucking ramming this shit down your skull in a meaningful way. Fuck you too. We all make fucking excuses. Oh, it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. I don't know what to do. I fucking know what to do. You fucking get some goddamn land. You put some goddamn tiny houses in it and nobody sleeps exposed tonight in America. Done. Done. Fuckers. This is morally unconscionable. 50% of homeless people are black families. 50% of families are black. And we aren't like burning the shit to the ground over this we don't do fucking anything but i will say you believe in QAnon, you'll fucking burn some shit down <laughs> fucking make believe bullshit you'll fucking torch some fucking shit but uh 50 of families uh, are black that are homeless hey eh, you know it's just collateral damage it's complicated sage i don't know it's just fucking complicated it's not fucking complicated motherfucker no fucking kid should ever fucking have to sleep outside in America and they do it all the goddamn motherfucking time and I see it and yeah I'm fucking pissed I'm fucking pissed because this shit should not exist we're the richest country in the world we're the most Christian country in the world and kids are living on the goddamn streets no excuse and the intersectionality just exponentially compounds this fuckery okay I can't believe I have to yell about this shit and I can't, I, all I can do is yell because I can't, I can't shelter people. They threatened to find me and uh, incarcerate me. If I kept my uh, uh, tent village up, I can't do that. I can't shelter people. Don't be stupid, Sage. These are just fucking losers. They're just fucking black addict losers. Fuck them. That's what they're saying. It's acceptable to send them back onto the street. Because that's what we're doing. That's acceptable. I'm not fucking around, man. This is absolutely wrong. This isn't one of those debates like, oh... I don't know. Should we be more libertarian? Should we smoke pot or not smoke pot? I don't know. No fuckers. There's fucking human goddamn beings freezing to death on the streets of the most Christian, richest country in the world. And I can't seem to get that across to anybody. 
Nobody seems to fucking give a shit. All right. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck to do. Nobody gives a fucking shit when you could solve it tonight. First, you go down to Walmart and you get some motherfucking tents. Okay. Second, you put them in your backyard. Third, you let people come in and sleep in them. We need shelter. I don't know if you know anything about being a human. You would think you would. Why don't you go and fucking spend a night out here in Northeast Ohio one night right now in the winter without any shelter. See how the fuck you live through it. Because that's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. Kids, senior citizens, veterans, pregnant women, everybody. One-legged men, zero-legged men. Doesn't matter. One-armed people, one-eyed people. Everybody, man. Every fucking cross-section. And you can fucking live with yourself. How dare you, man? How fucking dare you? There's one guy, though. Where is it? Where the fuck is this? Hold on. Uh, There's a guy. Who put up a camp. In his front yard. (laughs) Where is this? I thought. Let's see. Guy who's letting homeless people camp in his front yard. I thought I had an article on here. They'll know. Google knows. Uh, Darren Mann. Darren Mann. Salt Lake City man sets up homeless camp in his front yard. This was on February 1st, a few days ago. Salt Lake City man says he's doing what he can to help people in the homeless population. Darren Mann now has a homeless camp set up in his front yard. Not everybody thrilled. I wonder why. Fuck those people, says most people. Fuck them. Uh, how do I read more of this fucking article? Where the fuck is the article? This is like just headlines. Where is this shit? I don't even know how to read this fucking shit. Anyways, let's go find another one. That was a stupid article. All right. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, here it is. Um, this guy says, uh, Darren says, I don't know of a case where people have opened up their home to a homeless camp, says Darren Mann, a 31-year-old community organizer who owns the house that sits behind the tents. We're pioneering that. Yeah, you got me there, buddy. I didn't put it. I was too scared to put it in front of my yard. My wife won't let me. But uh, unfortunately, I have a building that I tried. Uh, the village camp has been home over the last two weeks to anywhere from five to 15 people who have access to medicine, food and donations. See, that's the thing, people. People know where to find them. OK, as well as a bathroom in his home. Uh, he's also gotten a porta potty I hear now. And he's enforcing prohibition of drug use and violence and strict one strike you're out policy. Good idea, Darren. Good, good, good. So far, man said he hasn't had any problems with the visitors on the third of his acre plot where he grows vegetables for the Rose Park and Fair Park neighborhood for his nonprofit, the Village Cooperative. What I hope is to break this. Uh, what I hope to break is the stereotype that they're just talking, taking handouts. They're really resilient and like to help out around the garden and help out in space to be respectful. See, uh, that's the fucking truth. Anyways, I got to go. Uh, you can read more about this guy, but don't worry. That's going to get closed down any minute. If it's not already, I don't even know. Don't worry. I mean, that fucking shit isn't going to last because that's just stupid helping homeless people like that. All right, everybody. Fuck the world. 
fuck everybody that hates people and fuck all. Thank you for listening to Sage and the Houseless Movement, a weekly show dedicated to the news and views of the homeless locally and worldwide.